0: So Australia Post could be in for a big shake-up and the federal government today launched a major review of the business model because for the first time since 2015, AusPost is expected to run at a financial loss. And it's an interesting organisation because Australia Post is entirely government-owned but it operates like a private company. It's completely self-funded so it has to make a profit. And it also has to follow a set of community service obligations – And those obligations include delivering letters five days a week to pretty much every corner of the country. And that's one of the things the government has flagged may well change because, to be honest, when was the last time that you sent or received a letter or the last time you got one that wasn't from a politician pitching for your vote apart from a bill? Paul Graham is the CEO of Australia Post. He's on the line for us now. Welcome to Afternoons.
1: Thanks, Deborah. Thanks for having me.
0: I wonder when the last time was that you sent or received a letter as the boss of Australia Post.
1: Yeah, look, I try and uh, send some letters. I think uh, it's a nice personal touch, but certainly uh, wasn't uh, wasn't uh, uh, recent. That's for sure.
0: Yeah, and that is the fact that's driving these losses. How bad is the financial situation for Australia Post right now?
1: Well, in our letters business, we announced our half-year results a loss of almost 190 million dollars. In that business, you know, we continue to add delivery points, uh, about 200,000 a year, which is how many new households there are, but obviously we're delivering less and it's costing us more and uh, the economics of that uh, are just not sustainable.
0: Is that something, though, to trigger an overhaul of the whole business model? Because a lot of companies are facing reduced profits at the moment coming off the back of COVID.
1: Yeah, look, uh, they are, uh, but, uh, you know, the, the mail decline is is, is a global uh, issue. Uh, mail's been declining, uh, you know, uh, since 2008. We now deliver a third of the mail that we delivered in 2008. Uh, it's not coming back, and whilst other businesses have ups and downs uh, in their overall uh, uh, in their portfolio, uh, you know, we are uh, really uh, pleased that the government has entered into this discussion uh, uh, consultation so that we can actually understand what the community is looking for uh, in the future from Australia Post and therefore pivot our strategy accordingly.
0: So do the community service obligations need to be sent back to the drawing board? I know that was set up in the 1980s. They've barely changed since the 1990s. Do you want the community service obligations overhauled across the board?
1: Well, that's one thing that uh, you know we're, we're looking for feedback uh, from the community and from our customers to understand what they do require in a letter service, uh, and you know we certainly know that as you mentioned in the introduction that you know receiving mail uh, the average household receives just under two letters a week it's generally a bill from government or business. Um, And, you know, that is uh, not going to change, it's going to continue uh, to decline. Uh, But we're looking for what the the community uh, wants us to do uh, going forward. Uh, But certainly, uh, you know, that uh, sustainability in our mail business uh, needs to be an area of focus.
0: And what would be the ideal from your point of view? Five days a week is the obligation that you have at the moment to pretty much every corner of the country. Would you prefer two days a week, three days a week? What's the preference?
1: Well, that's what the whole consultation process is about. Yes, but uh,
0: you're the boss. Yeah. Surely you've got a target that you'd be aiming for.
1: Well, we don't have, have a target. No decisions have been made. We are looking to understand uh, what the, the community uh, needs are and the expectation of mail. Uh, everybody is moving, obviously, to digitisation and small businesses and large businesses sending uh, mail electronically now. That's going to continue. Uh, we want to remain a viable uh, business financially and continue to invest in our growth areas which is our parcel business our bank at post business which we know is really critical particularly to remote and rural australia so
0: you've got all uh, that information and and if the government is asking you as the boss of australia post what your preference would be what would you tell them
1: well we haven't got a preference because that preference has to be shaped by the community uh, we so are, if the
0: community says we want five days a week to stay should that stay will that stay
1: Well, the government would have to take that into account and and look at what the financial uh, picture would look like if that indeed uh, was the equation that we got back. I think it's fair to say, uh, as I talk to uh, customers and communities and we get uh, feedback uh, from many of them on a constant basis, uh, you know, and you mentioned the introduction, uh, you know, mail is declining. Uh, People do not see that uh, as a priority like they used to. Uh, and as you mentioned, we were regulated, or we are regulated on the 1989 Postal Act. Certainly, the focus that they tell me about is that they want parcels uh, and they want them on time and they want them uh, delivered uh, more frequently. Uh, so, we are pivoting as a business uh, to embrace uh, the e commerce boom that we've seen certainly during COVID and we'll continue to see. Uh, but we also recognize the clear responsibility we have. Uh, To meeting our current obligations, Uh, and those obligations really are at the hands of government uh, but shaped by the feedback from the community.
0: And what about the price of stamps?
1: Well, the price of stamps, we recently introduced a 10. uh, increase uh, that took effect in January. Again, that's a regulated process uh, with the ACCC. Uh, we make a submission to the ACCC and they uh, investigate and run through their process uh, and either validate that the price of a stamp uh, increase is, is is due or not. Um, uh, we certainly see that uh, as, as a as an area uh, that we will uh, look at. But again, uh, you know, we're trying to get feedback uh, from the community. Uh, the price of a stamp we have today is well below uh, the OECD average, and in no way compensates for the true cost of delivery. But again, uh, uh, this is historical. Uh, we've seen this trend coming, uh, you know, for the last decade or more. Uh, as I mentioned, you know, we we receive a third of the mail. We used to receive in 2008.
0: Now you, under that obligation, are required to service pretty much every corner of the country, deliver to regions that a lot of private companies with their parcel deliveries don't. Would your bottom line be much stronger if you weren't required to do that?
1: Um, look, uh, our parcel delivery and our mail delivery, uh, as you say, you know, we've got a uh, a significant network uh, that has been built up over many, many years and you know, paid for uh, you know, uh, through Australia Post uh, and on the back of our customers and communities. Uh, we believe we can be a financially viable uh, business going forward. Uh, we have growth opportunities in our business, we certainly take in the view that the glass is half full. But we do have this historical uh, framework that we operate under uh, that is now uh, you know, more than 25 years old, Uh, and not really relevant to a 21st century e-commerce, retail uh, and mail business. Uh, And that's what we're asking the community through this consultation process. The government, sorry, is asking the community through this consultation process to help shape uh, the services going forward.
0: So if it's not relevant to the current model, would you like to change the fact that you are required to deliver to every corner of the country?
1: We will always deliver to every corner of the country uh, and we will certainly deliver the last uh, letter that is ever sent. Because that's a big
0: concern for rural and regional communities. We've seen that with the, the banks closing down their branches and their ATMs and while it may not be commercially viable to do so, once that service is gone, it hits hard.
1: No, it does and I've been out to many of these communities and you know, there's 1,150 regional communities in Australia where the only banking service uh, is Australia Post. Uh, so we take that responsibility incredibly seriously. It's part of our DNA. We've been doing it for 214 years. And the balance we have to strike is to ensure we continue to service those communities, we continue to service those people who are vulnerable in the community and may not be digitally enabled and still want to come into a, a post office and ask how to fill in a form or do a transaction. At the same time, we've got this growth Business and e commerce uh, that, that we need to keep investing in because we're in an incredibly competitive marketplace. So, uh, the role I have working with government and other stakeholders is to strike the right balance so that we are meeting those obligations and serving those communities at the same time uh, being commercially viable as an enterprise.
0: And you do have to compete against the private commercial operators, particularly with the, the parcel deliveries, which is driving the profits. And that's where the growth is happening with the parcel deliveries, with the the online shopping and all the rest of it. Would you have suggestions for the government on ways that you can make OzPost more profitable off the back of the parcel delivery?
1: Yeah, look, uh, we, we continue to have good dialogue with the government and our stakeholders. We've invested uh, just over a billion dollars in the last three years uh, in uh, primarily our parcel infrastructure, but also our technology and our digital experience for our customers. Uh, it is an incredibly competitive business, both with uh, large international and domestic competitors. Uh, and, you know, we need to compete in that. Uh, we've seen in other markets overseas where the postal operators uh, have not uh, been able to compete or have been held back through other reasons, uh, and indeed uh, the March of International Players has uh, taken a big bite out of uh, you know the, the domestic postal operator. We're not in that situation yet as Australia Post, uh, but certainly uh, that is uh, something that uh, we want to avoid. And I think the consultation process uh, as uh, put out by the government today is a very important step and us understanding the needs of the community and helping shape that future so we do not get ourselves in that situation.
0: We're speaking with Paul Graham, the Australian Post CEO. Will this shake-up, of which the call for submissions is going to last eight weeks, will this see job losses?
1: We uh, do not expect uh, to uh, see any uh, job losses. We have a growing business. Uh, What we do have is obviously uh, continued uh, review of the roles that people play with. So will
0: posties no longer be delivering letters then? Will they be rerouted into other areas of the business with the parcel growth?
1: Well, that happens today already. We already have uh, businesses and parts of our, our network where uh, the postie uh, delivers both mail and parcels. Uh, obviously, as our parcel business continues to grow and mail declines, uh, that's one of the uh, operational areas that we continue to but look But you're at.
0: confident there will be no job losses?
1: We believe that a strong and viable Australia Post will ensure that we continue to provide good jobs and also continue to be able to serve the community.
0: And there have been long concerns too that this review could lead to the full privatisation of Australia Post. Can you rule that out?
1: Well, that's uh, a matter for government, that the government has been very clear, and Minister Rowland was very clear today. I think her words were, crystal, that, let me be crystal clear, I think were her words, uh, that the government has no intentions of privatising Australia Post.
0: Well, we'll see what comes of this review, and we'll be getting submissions, lots of submissions from listeners right now, so feedback we'll get to in just a moment. But Paul Graham, thanks so much for joining us.
1: Thanks, Deborah, all the best. Bye bye. Paul
0: Graham, there, the boss of, or well, the CEO of Australia Post. What do you think? What are your thoughts? What would you let Australia Post know and the government know in their call for submissions? 131873 is the open line number. John on the email says Australia Post needs to improve their delivery. He says each week I send out 12 quiz packages. John's the fellow who does the, the trivia night and he says he sends them out to his presenters and he needs to send hard copies because the email is not suitable and these are B5 and they're considered large letters And in order to ensure that my team get their material for the week, he needs to get them in the mail well in advance. And it's poor service that they're delivering. And we also had a a text message from Daryl who says he sends mail every day for an online business. And on Monday, he posted at Bankstown to a post box in Bondi Beach, an express post letter, and it's still not there today. And on average, he says, I send 10 express post letters per week. None of them get there the next day. It's usually three to four days. And then when you complain, you're given a four-page form to fill out to get a refund for your postage. So if they want to ensure that they can up prices, they've got to ensure that the service is delivered accordingly. But keep your feedback coming.